to Bangladesh, where an investigation has been opened into the massive fire at one of the world's largest refugee camps. Police are looking at whether the blaze at Cox's Bazaar was an act of sabotage. The United Nations has now deployed response teams to the camp in southern Bangladesh, where 12,000 Rohingya refugees have been left homeless. Tom Andrews is the UN Special Rapporteur on Human Rights in Myanmar and is our guest. Tom, thanks for your time. What can you tell us about the situation now at Cox's Bazaar? Well, it is it is bad. It's tense. As a matter of fact, the latest figures I received just this morning uh, in terms of the displacement caused by the blaze is now at 15,000. So we know that the number of people who have been displaced uh, continues to increase. Over 2,000 shelters were destroyed. We know that uh, makeshift schools and clinics uh, were also destroyed. So this has made life that has been even before the fires certainly very, very challenging, very, very difficult for for hundreds of thousands of people, um, even worse. Before the fire, just give me a sense of what the camp looked like. How many makeshift homes and shelters have been destroyed? What, What was it like before all of this devastation? Well, you have to understand that uh, these are not structures that have any kind of stability whatsoever. These are bamboo structures with uh, toppling covers. Um, They are very, very susceptible to to winds, to floods, to obviously catastrophes like fire. Um, So the conditions, living conditions in these camps are extremely difficult. And also the people who are there uh, are unable to work. Um, because they are deemed to be uh, people who are there temporarily, temporary, and therefore uh, they are required to get by on subsistence. And that subsistence is being cut. Now, even before the, 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 these fires, uh, the World Food Program announced that it was going to begin systematic cuts of food rations for the people who are living in these in these camps. You're talking about 45% of a population that are already living with insufficient diets. You have 40% of the kids in these camps suffering from stunted growth. And now we have an announcement that as of last week, uh, there is going to be a 17% cut in food rations. And those cuts are going to continue further reductions uh, now scheduled for next month. So people are going to be going from 39 cents per day for food down to 27 per day for food. Try to live on 27 cents per day and you realize just what kind of misery uh, that the people in these camps are living, living with day by day and it's getting worse, not better. What concrete steps are being taken to help those in need post this fire now? I mean, the picture you've just painted is utterly heartbreaking. Well, it is. And first of all, this is a forgotten population. Uh, the world has turned its attention um, elsewhere. Uh, and so the level of support from the international community, uh, frankly, continues to decline. The, the reason that these uh, cuts in food are happening is because of a shortfall of $125 million. There's a joint response plan uh, that was only 60% filled uh, last year. Um, and so uh, cuts are going to be continuing on uh, this year because the international community has simply not stepped up to provide the support. So number one, we need to be paying attention uh, to this crisis. Number two, we need to be stepping up with financial 
uh, support, much, much more significant financial support than we have to this point. And number three, we need to address the root cause of this crisis, which lies in Myanmar. The people who are in these camps in Bangladesh were victims of, of genocidal attacks by the Myanmar military. And we've got to increase exponentially the pressure on that military junta in Myanmar so that eventually the people in Bangladesh, the Rohingya in Bangladesh, can go home. Given the money of the, particularly the Western world, $125 million doesn't sound like an amount of money that can't be raised. It's pretty, um, it's, it struck me as pretty alarming that that's, that that's the amount of money that you need and yet you can't get it. Well, it, you know, you're exactly right. It is not a lot of money, but for these people living in these camps, I mean, it's everything. And it's not just the food, you know, it's not just the malnutrition. Uh, cutting food rations makes these camps even more dangerous as desperate people become even more desperate, seeking to uh, steal uh, food rations. Last year, we saw 3,500 Rohingya people uh, get on uh, boats, put their families in the hands of human traffickers, uh, and try to cross across the Indian Ocean because they feel they felt that their chances of survival would be greater. Uh, on the sea than remaining in these in these camps. That was a 360% increase over the previous year. I believe that because of these cuts and because of these living conditions that continue to deteriorate in these camps, we're going to see an even greater increase uh, of these of these people taking these perilous journeys. We lost over 300 human lives last year uh, on these boats. Um, I think that the human toll is going to increase as a result of what's, what we're seeing right now in the camps in Bangladesh. Uh, as, I, as I said, I mean, I can't, uh, it, this, you've just painted such a heartbreaking um, picture, Tom. Thank you for bringing it to our attention. I appreciate your time. Thank you. Thank you so much. Tom Andrews is the UN Special Rapporteur on Human Rights in Myanmar. ABCRN helps you understand the world. Find more of our stories on the ABC Listen app.